What is going on my guys, downs, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast based on a monthly theme I nerd out, but whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron, and welcome to the final episode of Nerd Explosion for 2022. That's right, the day this episode comes out, it's going to be New Year's Eve, we're going to be ready to say goodbye to 2022, and hello to 2023. There's, there's a lot that I hope happens this next year, but... There is also, you know, some good, some bad that happened this year, and that's ultimately what I want to do with this episode. I just kind of want to go over the best and worst of this year. Uh, I'll share my uh, music thing, like I did last year. I think I did that last year. I shared, like, my top 10 albums or whatever. Uh, I didn't do Spotify, which is a lot of people share their Spotify wrapped, and I haven't really listened to Spotify that much this year, but I did listen to Apple Music, like, primarily for my for my tunes, so I'll give that, but yeah, I just wanted to go over like a best of worst of this year, share my music stuff, and also kind of just go over what plans I have for this podcast going forward into uh, 2023, uh, when I say best and worst, I want to go over like just general best and worst, and also like my personal best and worst, so yeah, this is just gonna kind of be of a end of the year wrap up, you know, just kind of talk about, you know, all that happened this year. So before I get into all that stuff, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, at least for now. Uh, so, you know, if you're not following by now, then what are you doing with your life? Follow right now or I will come to your house and I will force you to click that like button and I will stare you right in the eyes while you do it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe. <laughs> but... Anyway, let's just, let's talk about 2022. All right, let's talk about 2022. Now, there was, uh, there was a lot that happened this year. Uh, just real quick, let me pull up some stuff. Uh, let's see, events that happened. I should have pulled this up before I did this episode. But, you know me, I'm never prepared for anything. That's, that's been my life motto for the past 29 years. Oh, here we go. The Indian Express. What happened in 2022? A timeline of key world events. Uh, let's take a quick scroll through here to see what... Uh, nope, okay. I just... Switch to navigate. Okay. Uh, let's see. God, this whole, this whole thing is a mess. Let's see. Okay, now I got everything. Now, we're all good. We're all set. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, January 22nd, 2022, frozen to death. Um, oh yeah, that's a, that's something that happened this year. Skipping forward, February 20th, um, Russia invaded Ukraine this year. That was a huge ordeal, and I believe it's still a, a struggle over there. I feel I just I feel really bad for Ukrainian people that are caught up in all this, and everybody that's affected by this. Like, it's basically Vladimir Putin just swinging his big dick around and just being like, "Hey, I want to invade Ukraine because I can." Fuck you guys! Ha ha ha! I know. Me saying that, I'm probably gonna like. I could just see the like 
sniper laser just slowly just focus on my forehead. <laughs> just some some Russian spy off in the distance is like Dosvidanya, comrade. <laughs> but no, that's a that's one thing major thing that happened this year, and obviously you know it affected not just the people of Ukraine, but like everybody worldwide. Like it was a world tragedy. Uh, what else happened this year? Key events. Elon Musk buys Twitter. That's what they have <laughs> in events here. Uh, April 14th, 2022. Yeah, we all... There was, a, there was a whole period where we all thought Twitter was just going to go down. That was actually recently, I think. Because before Elon Musk buying Twitter, everybody was just like, Alright, I mean, I guess if he's got enough money, he can just do whatever with Twitter, I guess. But it got to a point where he said some weird stuff. Like, he said some things he probably shouldn't have. And now it's a whole mess. Like... The one thing that bugs me, I guess, with Elon Musk buying Twitter is that he gave Donald Trump his Twitter back. Like, does that man... First of all, does that man need Twitter in general? Let alone, you know, all the stuff he's done. Does he really need Twitter? But I think, yeah, the big thing with uh, uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter is that, at least as of recently, we all thought that, you know, Twitter was just going to die out. Which... Honestly, like, I mean, it's one of the main ways I promote this podcast, but if Twitter went away, I don't think I would miss it because other than, you know, just some funny tweets here and there from people I specifically follow, Twitter itself is just a dumpster fire. And honestly, if Twitter went away, I wouldn't be upset. So I guess 2023, we'll see what happens with Twitter. Uh, May 24th, 2022, all it says is school shooting in U.S. Yeah, which one? Uh, it's shocking. In a shocking incident, is it really shocking given our downloads? An 18-year-old former student of a Texas school shot and killed 21 people and injured 18 others, including his grandmother. Oh yeah, that was the uh, Uvalde shooting at Rob Elementary. You know, I don't really like getting political on this, on this podcast, but the whole school, school shootings thing, like, there are ways it can be, you know, there are things we can do to take care of it. Like, there needs to be, I don't know. Introducing Hello? Flex power tools. Are you fucking kidding me? Power. Why? Why would you interrupt my flow with an ad, YouTube? Alright, you know what? You're not gonna get my... You're not going to get my, my, my attention anymore then if you're just going to interrupt my flow. But anyway, what was I saying? The whole school shooting thing. Like, yeah, obviously it's a huge problem and there are steps we should take to, uh, to help fix the problem. And we're, we gotta, we gotta figure something out because, you know, how many children or how many people and how many children have to die before we finally figure this shit out, you know? It's, that's the whole thing. Uh, stroll through floods in Pakistan. Shinzo Abe shot it. Yeah, my, uh, my friend Sam over at, uh, Anime Summit actually told me about this. Uh, the prime minister of, uh, Western, of, the prime minister of Japan was assassinated. Uh, this was July 8th, 2022. And, you know, normally I don't really give a shit about politics, but it's just like, there was, 
all kinds of prime ministers just having issues either being assassinated or coming down ill. And I'm like, something, something's fun, something fucky's going on. But, uh, anyway, yeah, that's just, whew. Um, September 6th to October 25th, Liz Truss's stint as UK prime minister. Um, I don't really pay attention that much to British politics, but apparently no one liked this Liz Truss person and you know eventually she stepped down and you know that's good that's good you know glad that the UK people may or may not be getting the peace that they need or whatever I don't know I don't really care that much about British government all I know about British government is that the Queen died that's another thing that happened this year the fucking Queen died right was that this year like I don't know why it just feels so long ago now but uh, let's see, what was it, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II, yeah, she died in September, I don't know why that feels so long ago, and it was only back in September, that's one of the biggest things that I remember from this year, Queen Elizabeth died, you know, the queen, the political figure that we thought would live forever, finally kicked the bucket, <laughs> this is, uh, I know I'm not laughing at her death. I just thought of a uh, a TikTok that my sister sent me once. It was uh, like you know if the queen dies, or um, was it the queen dying? It was something like if oh uh, uh, yeah if the queen dies and then she like she, well she sneezes and then pops up in heaven and then she looks over and sees Princess Diana and then she's like. Hi, Diana. No, it was Prince Philip. Sorry. <laughs> oh, hey, Diana. Ooh! Sit down! But yeah, that was a huge thing. Like, and a lot of people were very upset about it. Me, I could give less of a shit about Queen Elizabeth. Like, obviously, it's really sad. Like, this huge figure that's been around for, like, most of everyone's lives finally, you know, passed away. And... I don't think the UK will ever be the same again after this. But uh, anyway, enough of the sad stuff. Let's look at... Actually, there is one more thing, kind of like sad news, that I do want to share. Like, something bad that happened this year. Uh, Kevin Conroy died. For those of you that don't know, Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman in Batman the Animated Series, and he also voiced Batman in, like, the Arkham games, and he was basically, like, the voice of Batman. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman! And I was, I was really upset when I heard that news. Like, I was, you know how I said I was barely, uh, barely affected when Queen Elizabeth died? I was really upset when Kevin Conroy died, mostly because... He was such a prominent figure in my childhood, you know? He was such a big prominent figure in my childhood. He was he was he was Batman, man. He was Batman. And he just <sighs> I mean, there are plenty of people who have voiced Batman, but none like if you look at like live action Batman, a lot of people are like, oh, well Christian Bale did a Batman that no one else to replicate. For me, that's Kevin Conroy as, like, a voice actor. There will be... Like, there are people that can do Batman fairly well, fairly well, but 
no one will be able to reach the level of Batman that uh, Kevin Conroy did. Like, he was just so iconic. Him and Mark Hamill are so iconic as far as, like, Batman stuff with Kevin Conroy obviously being Batman and Mark Hamill being Joker. Like, you can't think Joker without Mark Hamill, and in that sense, you can't think Batman without Kevin Conroy. So, I will definitely miss uh, Kevin Conroy. Um, Actually, there's not much, like, general I can really think of, so... I guess I'll get into my uh, my personal best of 2022. Uh, I think a good highlight for me this year was um, I like my personality. I guess I learned I learned more about myself. I learned more of like how to you know actually know what I want and know when I don't want to do something. You know because a lot of times like when I agree to something. Like, a lot of times, like, I'll just kind of go along with everything, anything, be like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'm very good with the flow, but, uh, one thing I definitely found out about myself this year is that, you know, I've, I've basically taught myself that it's okay to say no to stuff, like, cause it's, I mean, it's, it is kind of, you know, one thing to be, go with the flow, it just, you know, kind of whatever, cause, you know, it's less stress on you, but, at the same time, being go with the flow can get you in a lot of trouble. So, I've definitely learned to... I've definitely taught myself how to say, you know, it's okay to say no. So, you know, self-improvement. That's that's always important. And I think that's what a lot of people should either... If you have done a lot of self-improvement this year, then, you know, congratulations. You know, I'm proud of you. But... If that's one of your goals for next year, then, you know, go for it. I highly recommend it. Self-improvement is definitely a great thing to to focus on. Especially because, like, with self-improvement, like, it's, uh, like, trying to think of it as, like, people who, like, ooh, I want to lose weight. Like, you don't, like, the good thing is, like, if you want to lose weight, do it because you want to be healthier and you want to self-improve. Don't do it because everyone else is shaming you. Because, you know, if everyone else is, like, forcing you to do it, then don't do it. But if you want to self-improve, like, you're trying to motivate yourself, then, yeah, by all means, go for it. I just, overall, I think self-improvement is definitely good. You know, it's good to grow and learn. You can learn a thing or two, boomers. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, some other good stuff that happened this year. Um, uh, beginning of the year, I moved into my new place, which was pretty good. Now, the months before that, I had been, like, towards the end of 2021, I had been living with my, me and my wife were living with my parents because we moved out of our first apartment and we were trying to save some money. Excuse me, I got a drink. <sighs> Flat coat. Yum. Anyway... So, me and my wife, we were we were living with my parents. And while it was nice to save money, it was definitely stressful because, you know, it was me and my wife and our cats just taking up space in my, my parents' house. And, like, we wanted to be, like, I really wanted to be, you know, independent again. We wanted to be on our own. So, luckily, we found a place and then we moved in. Uh, when do we move in? I want to say, like, late January, early February. 
Uh, I don't remember if I had my... Yeah, we moved in like mid-January, I want to say. Which was nice, you know, to have our own place again. And while, you know, this place is great. This new place is great. I think we're going to be happy here for a while. The neighbors may be a pain in the ass. But, you know, I guess that's apartment living. There's only so much you can do. So, I guess that was a highlight. Um, I guess a really small highlight, but not really, was uh, a project a project I worked on with uh, Mr. Devante. You might remember him from back in my, uh, my Hamilton episode that I did, you know, eons ago. Uh, there was some side project we were working on where it was some routine thing, and, I mean, there was, I mean, it sounded good, so that's, that's the only, that's the main positive thing I can say about it, is that it turned, it turned out nice, uh, but that does bring me on to one of the, the worst parts of 2022 was, uh, was this project, like, doing the project, because at first it sounded, it was like a fun thing, and then it just turned into just, really like it turned into just the most frustrating irritating like drawn out thing that I've ever had to do and I definitely do not want to do it again like uh if Devante if you're listening to this episode like I'm sorry to say and I've I think I've told you this before but if you're finding out this way then uh I don't apologize it's it's one of, it was one of the most, like, it did turn out good. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it turned out great. I don't think it sounded great, especially with all the editing and everything. But it was the most irritating, frustrating, most, like, longest fucking thing I've ever had to deal with in my life. And I definitely don't, you know, want to go through that again. So, but, like I said, oh... I'll say it again, just so nobody get me wrong. It turned out great. Um, if anybody's wondering, you know, just get a hold of me and I can, I can send you the thing because lo and behold, I did enough fucking takes of it. God damn it. But if anybody's curious, it's a thing called Rivalry of Fate. It's supposed to be like a routine thing, which turned to a stage performance. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But if anybody's curious about it, you know, let me know on social medias and I can send you the thing or whatever. But, yeah, it did turn out great, I think, but it was one of the most frustrating things. It was the most stressful things that I have ever had to deal with. So, I'm, but I'm glad it's done with, and, you know, we can move on with everything. Breaking News! So, this little thing I just wanted to add in because this literally just happened, like, the other day. And I wanted to add it in as a highlight for this year because this literally just happened. And this is going to be added in later in the episode, so it might not be available right away. But this happened right away. You guys know, you may know Andrew Tate. But in case you don't know, he's a misogynistic piece of shit that for some reason has a social media preference. And normally, I don't really care about what he does because he's just, he's a garbage human being and I really don't care about him. But... Something happened to uh, poor little Andrew, you know, just recently, and I wanted to share with you. So, for some backstory, he, I guess, was going all against, uh, oh wait, it's in my recently deleted, but 
he was doing up, he was trying to go up against uh, Greta Thunberg, which if you don't know who Greta Thunberg is, she's basically a huge, like, she's an, she's 19 years old, she's an environmentalist, she's, like, on this panel for, like, world peace and, like, environmentalism, and she's doing, she's trying to do a lot of good for the world, and basically, he was trying to threaten her and try to basically be a dick by uh, uh, adding her on Twitter, and he was like, Hello, Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W16 8.0 liter quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812 Competizione have 6.5 liter V12s. This is just the start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and the respective enormous emissions. So, basically, he's just being a dick, right? This is how Greta responds. She retweets it and says, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. <laughs> and when I first read that, I was like, fucking got him. But here is where it gets interesting. Uh, well, first off, she responded to that at like five in the morning. And then Mr. Mr. Andrew Tate responded to that like uh, at like 530 in the afternoon with a long-ass video basically trying to swing his ego dick around and it had the caption of thank you for confirming via your email address that you have a small penis Greta Thunberg the world was curious and I do agree you should get a life so it basically took him all day to be like I know you were but what am I now here is where it gets even more interesting in this entire video at some point he pulls out a pizza box and started starts eating pizza now, for some context, he's not allowed in the country of Romania because of legal stuff or whatever. There's like human trafficking stuff or whatever. Basically, he's done a lot of bad stuff and he's not allowed in Romania. Post, post, post episode, Cameron here. Sorry if this sounds weird. I have my AirPods in. But I just wanted to make a correction that this whole thing, like why, it's not that he wasn't allowed in Romania. It's that all this stuff like human trafficking and rape and everything. He committed these crimes in Romania and him being an American, they they just needed proof that he was in Romania, which leads on to this video. In this video, he pulls out the pizza box and a lot of people saw that the pizza was from a Romanian restaurant. So people pointed that out and showed, had proof that he was in Romania, so they came and arrested his ass. <laughs> like, how fucking stupid are you? Uh, oh, here's a thing from CNN, actually. I'll read it. Controversial internet personality Andrew Tate and his brother detained for a month in Romania. Uh, controversial internet personality Andrew Tate and his brother were ordered to be detained for a month on Friday as prosecutors pursued claims of human trafficking and rape. Authorities in Romania said police served search warrants on Thursday at five homes that took four suspects into custody, two Brightons and two Romanians, as part of the investigation. Blah, 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 blah. So, basically, they saw that the pizza box he had was from a Romanian restaurant and that's how they found out he was in Romania and they arrested him. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so fucking... 
This is karma at its best. <laughs> my God. Oh my God. I'm, it fills me with such, such joy to just see his ass just get his, basically his ass just get handed back to him. It's, it's oh, amazing. But yeah, I wanted to add this little bit in because this is definitely a highlight of the year now. And luckily it happened right at the end of the year too. I just, oh my God, this made me laugh so hard. But yeah, I suppose that's another highlight of this year. Andrew Tate got his ass arrested. Um, I guess next I want to, I want to talk about my, my music thing. Now, like I said, I didn't listen to much of Spotify this year, so I don't have a Spotify wrapped per se. Like the only thing Spotify would give me was a, uh, like a best of, like a metrics, like this is how your podcast did this year. But I think for Apple Music, I have, I definitely have a, you know, something there because I listen to Apple Music primarily for my music. So I have my uh, top 10 albums here, which I will share for you now. Share for you. For you. Ah, God, I can't speak to you today. Anyway, let's start with. My number 10 pick, my number 10 album, apparently this year at 21 plays, is the Encanto soundtrack. There was there was a while where we listened to Encanto like a bunch. I remember <laughs> last time I listened to it, uh, me and my wife, my sister, and her boyfriend, we were going down to meet uh, my grandma, and at one point, my wife just throws on the Encanto soundtrack, and we listened to the entire thing. Um, but I mean, it's on there. Like I won't really listen to it again because you know, I'm over it at this point, but I will say there was for that point that I did listen to it a lot. You know, I, I liked it. Encanto actually Encanto is, it's not one of my favorite Disney movies, but it's definitely a great Disney movie. Just, uh, you know, just to watch with the, with the familia and everything. Uh, let's see. Move, moving on to number nine, my number nine album also at 21 plays, is Complete Collapse by Sleeping With Sirens. Now, this is Sleeping With Sirens' new album, and I, I'm i not a regular listener of Sleeping With Sirens anymore. I used to listen to them way more back in high school, but I saw that they come out, they came out with a new album, and I was like, ooh, bet. So I listened to it, and it's it's pretty good. It's definitely a different sound from like their old stuff, but there's still like that sleeping with sirens thing. And Kellen Quinn, you know, always just gives his all no matter what. And I got to give props to the man. Kellen Quinn is a genius. But actually, Kellen Quinn, apparently he did music for the new Sonic game, uh, Sonic Frontiers, which came out, which I definitely want to get because, I mean, it, it looks like a really good 3D Sonic game. But anyway, Kellen Quinn did music for that. And, um... You know, I've always been a fan of Sleeping With Sirens, not so much in my later years, but I've definitely always been a fan since high school, and ladies and it's my number nine album of the year, apparently. I'm going to say apparently for a lot of these, because a lot of these were like, oh, I didn't realize I listened to it that much. Uh, number eight, number eight, I can believe, is number my number eight album is Eternal Blue by Spirit Box, also at 21 Plays. If you guys... If you guys like metal and everything and screaming and strong female vocalists, definitely, God, excuse me, 
definitely check out Spirit Box. They are phenomenal, and I love uh, Eternal Blue. The whole album, for sure. Uh, one of my favorites. Like, the song that got me into that album was Sun Killer. It's, just, it's it like, it has, like, a really nice tone throughout the song, and then in the end just goes super hard. I just, I love, I love Spirit Box. Definitely check it out. I definitely recommend them. Uh, my number seven album is the Deltarune soundtrack at 32 plays. Uh, I don't remember when I listened to the Deltarune soundtrack a bunch, but apparently it's my number seven album. Uh, Deltarune, like Deltarune and Undertale, I definitely recommend to people who are fans of like, like Earthbound or Mother or like just, you know, RPGs like in general. It's like Undertale and Deltarune are like my top, one of my top recommended games of all time. Uh, the album, the album is just really nice to listen to, too. Like, there is a thing where I would listen to either the Undertale or the Deltarune soundtrack and just either just enjoy the music or just be like, hey, I know what this part of the game is. Like, I know what song this or what part of the game this song goes to, you know? Uh, but yeah, Deltarune soundtrack, uh, chapter one specifically, is my number seven spot. <laughs> my number six album is the Final Fantasy VII. Is this the remake? Uh, I can't. I can't tell. Let me scroll down. Not. Why? Okay. No, that's the original. I didn't want you to play the album, but yeah, my number six spot is the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. You know. There's not many games out there that'll make me download the soundtrack for it or download music for it or listen to it outside of playing the game. But Final Fantasy VII is one of those games that I'll listen to the music just anywhere. I love the music in Final Fantasy VII. I'll just, I'll listen to it regularly. I'm, when I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll just listen to the whole soundtrack. Um, just like the Undertale and Deltarune soundtrack, I'll listen to it and just be like, oh, I know what this part is. I know what this part is. Uh, if you're a fan of Final Fantasy VII, I definitely just recommend just downloading the soundtrack. Uh, if you could either find it through just searching Final Fantasy VII or search for the artist Nobuyo Umatsu. I know that's going to be weird to spell. So Nobuyo, N-O-B-U-O, and then Umatsu, U-E-M-A-T-S-O. So yeah, my number six goes to Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. My number, my number five album is Scrap Heap by Nate Wants to Battle. This is, uh, I believe Nate said that this was his last like video game album. Or he might do more. He might just be pulling, trying to pull the war, wool over people's eyes. God, if I could speak English today, that would be great. But Scrap Heap, I love. It's like all the songs. It's his normal uh, Nate Wants to Battle stuff. It's He makes a lot of songs based off of like video games and everything. Like Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, Hello Neighbor, Poppy Playtime. But Scrap Heap is a little different from his other stuff. Because Scrap Heap, a lot of songs go hard. Like I would mosh to this without hesitation 
Uh, definitely check out Strap Heap if you're if you're into like video game songs. Definitely check out Strap Heap. My number four pl- my album is Jackpot Juicer by Dance Gavin Dance at 39 plays. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy with Tillian. If you guys don't know what's going on, definitely look it up. But to give you the basic rundown, Tillian, uh, after their bassist died, was dealing with a lot of alcohol abuse because I guess he didn't date the death very well. And then also, while that was happening, there were uh, sexual assault allegations that came out against him. And whether or not they're true is, you know, a whole other thing. But uh, recently, I guess, there, you know, he, he left the band for a while. He went to rehab and then he made a post that he was like, oh, I'm coming back or whatever. And I guess the band was like, you know, we're proud of Tillian for doing the rehab, getting the help he needs, and we're ready to welcome him back. A lot of people are not happy about it, but, you know, it's ultimately, I think it's their decision. I don't agree with what Tillian did at all. I don't, I don't know if he's a good person or not, but, you know, that's right now, that's between him and the band. You know, if something happens, something happens, but... Ultimately, you know, it's whatever their decision is, I guess. But anyway, Jetpot, Jetpot Juicer is a really good album from Dance Gavin Dance. It's their most recent album. And, you know, it's your typical Dance Gavin Dance type of deal. You know, there's a lot of funky jams and nonsense lyrics from Mr. John Mess. It's, it's a really good time, and I definitely recommend it to people. Moving on to my number three album... Uh, Inside Deluxe by Bo Burnham. Now, this is the re-release of his ins- the album version of Inside. This kind of has to do with uh, the Inside Outtakes, which he really he released the Inside Outtakes on Netflix, which was kind of a like a kind of a mock behind the scenes slash whole new special entirely. Like it was just filled with a bunch of songs that he didn't include. In originally in Inside, and the uh, he released re released the Inside like audio album. He released the deluxe version, which included all those new songs. Some of my favorites, I definitely want to say, are uh, <laughs> Spider, which is a song about just him screaming about a spider being in the same room as him. Uh, Five Years is definitely a really good song. Uh, Microwave Popcorn is, is a good jam. Uh, what is Another one, uh, Feel Good, I think it's called. It's I can't remember the name, but it's one where he's just like, I just, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. It's that song. But yeah, definitely definitely watch uh, Inside Outtakes. Definitely recommend listening to the newer songs. Bo Burnham, I tell you, man. He's a he's an unappreciated genius, I will say. My number two album, apparently, is the Bob's Burger Music, or Bob's Burgers album, only because there was, well, there was a time where I like I just listened to a bunch of it all at once just to hear because my wife was really obsessed with the series at some point, so I listened to a whole bunch of the tracks, and there was one point. 
Uh, it was back in Thanksgiving where I played, uh, I believe they have killed the turkey on there. You know, the one that's like, pass the cranberries, also having mashed potatoes. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Everyone's thanking. The whole world's thanking you. Thanking us for thanking you. Kill the turkey. <laughs> it's just, you know, Bob's Burgers music, or the music from Bob's Burgers is, there's a little, uh, so much creativity in the show and absolutely love it. Uh, moving on from that, my number one album is the Undertale soundtrack, which I kind of already said with the Deltarune one, but basically, you know, the Undertale soundtrack, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I love the, I absolutely love the music in it, and I'll definitely listen to it outside of, you know, just normally, like, going through, like, at work or whatever, I'll just listen to the soundtrack sometimes. I must have listened to it a lot because it's at 95 plays, apparently. <laughs> I will say, I'm kind of shocked that some of these albums don't have more plays, but thinking back at it, I did listen to more podcasts this year. Than I did, than I actually listen to music. Like, if I'm not judging my own and like just kind of always, because yeah, I do listen to my own podcast, but mostly because it's like, oh, what can I, you know, if I can not do this, I can do this other thing better, you know? But if I'm not doing that, I'm listening to uh, other people's podcasts. Like, I will say my top podcasts that I've listened to this year. Are, oh, I mean, it's m the main ones that I listen to. Uh, Nerd Shit, done by my friends uh, Patrick and Spencer. They kind of upload, you know, whenever they feel like it. They actually just put up an episode that I listened to today, which they were talking about their album of the years, or their albums of the year. Kind of same thing they did with my music, so I kind of copied their idea. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but... Uh, what other, uh, Anime Summit, for sure, that's one of my top podcasts, again, my friend Sam, along with Nick and Danny, they, you know, they talk about all things anime, and they're trying to expand, so definitely don't listen to them, you know, support them, Su support a bitch, you know, <laughs> uh, other podcasts that I have listened to, Distractable, for sure, Distractable is run by Markiplier and his friends Bob and Wade, it's it's a really funny podcast. They sometimes go into serious stuff, but most of the time they're just goofing around. They uh, they upload every Monday, but Distractable is always a good listen. Uh, what else? Digital Gaming. Now, Digital Gaming, they decided to take some of their episodes and upload them in audio format and put them on podcast stuff. So, you know, it's good to just listen to an episode of Digital Gaming. So there's that one. And the one that I always get a kick out of listening to is R slash. Now this guy, he started on YouTube reading Reddit posts and then he put them up in uh, audio format in a podcast format, basically. So basically R slash he reads, you know, every day he uploads every day. He lists off, uh, he reads off from different Reddits, either R slash am I the asshole R slash malicious compliance you know, those are some of his normals, but he does a bunch of different ones. So, if you're a fan of Reddit stuff, definitely don't listen to uh, r slash. But, 
what are we at, 35 minutes now? I think I kind of want to wrap this up because, honestly, I'm really hungry and I want to go get food. But I do want to talk about, I want to end this episode talking about some of the things I want to do next year for this podcast. Uh, right off the bat, I have a new intro coming for this podcast, so, you know, prepare yourselves for that. I have a new intro coming. Just prepare. Uh, but next year, I'm tossing around the idea of switching up the upload day, because I may do this, I may re-upload this on, or I may start uploading episodes on Wednesdays and recording Saturdays, only because, like, Usually I record Thursdays, Wednesdays or Thursdays, so I can upload Saturdays. But the problem with that is that, like, I work during the day. I get off at, like, 4.30, I get home, and it's already 5 o'clock in the afternoon when I go to record stuff. But I figure with Saturdays, you know, most Saturdays, I'm not doing anything. I'm home by myself because my wife goes to work early in the morning. So I pretty much have the whole day to myself to record and stuff and, you know, record and edit and everything. So I might just do that and upload episodes on Wednesdays. Or the other idea I'm tossing around is I keep these episodes, these types of episodes on Saturdays and upload something else on Wednesdays. I've thought about bringing back newscasts, maybe. Just, you know, just kind of a... Because I want to do something with extra content, but... I don't know exactly what. I've thought of the idea of making, you know, bringing back the newscast, just kind of having extra content. But, you know, let me know what you guys think. If you guys are interested in me doing the newscast again, you know, let me know. Uh, what else? New stuff, I guess. I want to try to reach out more. I want to try to, you know, I think ultimately, what I'm, basically what I'm trying to say with this podcast is like, I do want to reach out and branch out more, get more sponsors and everything, and actually, you know, make an impact with this. But if that's just not going to happen, then, you know, it's not going to happen. But, you know, I want to try. I'm going to at least try. And if things don't work out, then, you know, we'll go from there. Uh, but I guess ultimately, and this is this is less so about the podcast now and more about, like, my personal goals. Uh, going forward into 2023... I want to I want to work on myself more, my uh my mental health. I want to, you know, work on more. I want to just I want to just do better and actually the one thing in 2023 that I'm really looking forward to and it's going to happen right away. Uh January 30th as most of you know is my birthday and 2023 is the year I turn 30 years old. <coughs> Excuse me. God, I'm already getting on. I'm dying. God, they got me already. <laughs> oh, I'm alive again. Anyway, yeah, 2023 is the year I turn 30, and I'm so looking forward to my 30s. Like, I thought my 20s were pretty eventful, pretty pretty chaotic, actually. Um, most people are like, oh, like, I don't know how my 30s are going to go. I'm scared of turning 30. I'm actually excited to be in my 30s. I feel like my 30s are going to be, you know, my best years of my life. So, you know, we'll see where that goes. Uh, my 30th birthday, I don't know what I'm doing for it because apparently the plans for my birthday are 
unknown to me. I keep I keep telling my wife like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, and my wife is like, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, you know, just don't plan anything, don't worry about it. So apparently she's planning stuff that I have absolutely no control over. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But next year, um, other stuff for next year, as far as like themes and stuff, I, I think for January, I want to do like a decade type thing. Um, I don't know what my other, the other themes for the months will be, but <coughs> excuse me, the, uh, for May, I definitely want to keep it Star Wars month because you know, May the 4th. November will always be Zelda month. Uh, one, one, <laughs> one month I definitely want to do this year. I don't know when I'll do it, but I definitely want to do a Kingdom Hearts month because I got re-obsessed with the series again, and I just, I want to, I want to talk about it. Uh, I might bring Sam on from Anime Summit, again, don't listen to him. I might bring Sam on because she's a big fan of Kingdom Hearts too. And I just, I really want to talk about Kingdom Hearts. I don't know what I'll talk about, but I really want to talk about Kingdom Hearts. I might just do it like a review of all the different games and like, where do I see, like, where do I see Kingdom Hearts 4 going or what I, what I see, what I hope Kingdom Hearts 4 does. So I definitely want to do a month talking about Kingdom Hearts 4 or I definitely want to do a month talking about just the entirety of Kingdom Hearts, but I guess with that being said, I'm going to just close this off. Uh, this year has been a wild ride and honestly, I'm excited to see what 2023 brings. I'm really excited to see what happens next year and hopefully, you know, it brings good fortune for everyone, not just me, but you guys as well. Uh, if you've supported me for all of you that have supported me and listened to me throughout this year, I just want to thank you so much. You guys are the, you guys are the reason I do this. You guys are the real reason that I do this, why I love doing this. And hopefully we can keep that going into uh, this next year. But I suppose with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. I hope you guys are doing great out there. Hope you guys have a fun and safe New Year's. Uh, drink plenty of water. Drink, definitely drink a lot of water. <laughs> this weekend if you're gonna be out there drinking like I probably will but uh yeah just you know have a fun safe new year's just I love you guys you guys mean the absolute world to me as always I've been Cameron and until next year nerd out <laughs>